Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for being here. It is May 11, 2023. I had to come here and speak about this story, everyone. Here we are again. What a year so far. I mean, what a year because we have seen one of the most weird cases come out in the face of humanity in society, I guess you can say. Um, it's really terrifying to see so many of these cases since the beginning of the year and i'm referring to of course the anna walsh case and um the mom lindsey clancy who took the lives of her children so many strange cases and before you know if you don't remember like um years past we hear cases like that maybe like once a year um, and it was so rare to hear so devastating cases. But I don't, this year is like since it began, one case after the other. And a lot of these cases had to deal with domestic violence and on both sides, you know, wife or the husband. And it's so crazy because I'm not married, you know, I pray for my husband, even though I don't know who he is, right? And I, I look forward to those days where I'm like, you know, married with children and, you know, being um, a wife and doing things for my husband, you know, cooking for him, things like that, right? And uh, I pray for that in my life. And I'm waiting on the Lord, of course. Um, but to see cases like this is really scary not because you know um i just i don't you know my, my whole point is this how do you go i don't understand how do you go from saying you are the love of my life to just completely turning around and starting slowly poisoning your husband and not only that you're gonna do that right and that's what this woman who i'm gonna speak about today that's what she did right now you're gonna do that but you're gonna use that story of your husband passing after you poison him and make a book about it to monetize his his story that you caused to take his life away and then you want to get sympathy out of that from strangers right um and it's just crazy to me. Like, I don't know what, what people are thinking these days. And every day, I tell you, every day, I was thinking about it today, I give thanks to my family. One of the best gifts I ever received in my life is to be instructed at a very early age in the path of the Lord. You know, when I say that, I mean being able to attend church participate in church events, you know, from vacation Bible schools to, you know, church plays during Christmas, you know, and volunteer with the church and like choir, singing, acting, anything that, that we can get our hands into help some way serving in the church since I was a very young, uh, at a very early age. I, I am so thankful now looking at it as an adult now. And seeing that I'm still, you know, doing, you know, in the church participating, I am so thankful for that. That's definitely one of the best gifts that my family ever given to me. And even the days I remember in the Dominican Republic, the days where I'm like, oh man, Sunday, I don't want to get up and go to church, you know, being like seven years old, eight years old, but you know, I am so thankful that my family was so, um, 
so not straight but like you know we are going to church that's what we do on sundays and looking at it back now uh, like i said i'm so thankful for that because that stays with the child it stays with the person year after year they might perhaps you know you hear people's testimonies and they go back and forth you know i got i drifted from the church but i'm so thankful to be back and things like that it is the best decision you can give to to a child when they're growing up to instruct them in the path of the lord i am so thankful every day for that um so i'm bringing that that comment about the church because i don't know how people you know people think that they're living a normal life you know oh yeah go to school graduate go to college graduate you know get a good job and start rising up in the corporate ladder and then you're just gonna poison your husband like i don't understand how the story can turn so bad so quick like that and we all know the enemy is out there trying to see who he can devour but when you don't have christ's foundation on you you're weak it's almost like you have no no shield no guard and you are so vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy i'm not saying by any means that we as christians don't get attacked also and a lot of the times we fall and we make mistakes but all i'm saying is scaring terrifying out there and like i said i'm not married and i i don't know how somebody can lay in bed with somebody and have kids and then you know it's almost like the chris watts story in chanam watts from colorado how do you go from thinking about having a divorce one night and the next night you're just killing your whole family like i would never understand that I don't understand that and I I just see the words of the enemy. You know, here he is presenting somebody at his workplace. You know, that's what happened to Chris Watts. You know, here comes, you know, the temptation at the workplace. And then, you know, the wife is leaving him alone for six weeks and he's enjoying the single life again. And the, the, the mind is one thing, it's crazy. The mind is like you, you know, you're going to come back to reality now. Everybody's coming back home and you got, you're going to be a father again and you have one baby on the way. It's so crazy. And we can go on and on talking about this, but it's scary. It's so scary out there. I really don't know how marriages deal with right now if they don't have Jesus as the center of the relationship. Like for me, as I'm looking, for, you know, waiting on the Lord, I'm like, it, I have... You know, there is no way I'm going to get together with somebody who I have to convince to go to church. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, there is no way I'm going to get with somebody who I have to convince. You know, if you have to convince somebody to do the works of the Lord, then that is not the person for you, especially somebody who grew up in the church like myself, somebody who wants to glorify God with my gifts and talents, somebody who... I just want to obey the Lord. Like, that's all I'm looking forward to do every day of my life. I'm not saying that I do everything correctly and every, everything that God asks me to do, I do. I'm not saying that, but I strive on a daily basis as a human being, trying to live this life to glorify the Lord with everything that I have and to obey His will for my life and just hear the voice of the Lord. So to see stories like this, about this Utah author of the children's book. She wrote a children's book for grief. 
after she murdered her own husband. And this is so crazy because it was discovered after she published a book and went on book tours and spoke about this book and how loving the husband was. And then people find out that she actually killed him. And, you know, years ago, I think it was Dateline or something, years ago I learned about a story how people are so, you know, are so, like, craving attention and sympathy from others that they're willing to hurt themselves, you know, just to get that type of attention. You know, people who make up fake cancer diagnosis just so that they can get, you know, people do everything for them. Like, that must be, the you know, once... One thing is to lie. You may you say a lie, right? I always say this thing. When you lie and you know you take it so like lightly, but when you lie to your own self, that's like that's a whole nother level of um evilness. And it's just like psych psychotic. And I don't even know how to when you're lying to yourself that you that lie that you told everybody you're you're believing so truly even though it's not true that's that's some deep stuff right there I, I don't know how else to put it like that's when you have to just surrender to God and be like you know take over Lord I, I can't you know it's just really bad this person um she was poisoning her husband and then she he passed away and then she made a whole book about it and she was being acclimated for such a beautiful book and she went along with the whole thing like are you kidding me man how do people sleep at night i don't understand like i don't understand how you like that's what i'm saying you lie to yourself and you you're so proud of it it's you know the duping delight like oh everybody's believing everything that i'm saying i'm so proud of myself like people have no fear of the lord you know it seems like one day you're going to be face to face with your creator and you're going to have to answer and you think that people just because people don't discover stuff about you you like you're you're good to go like one day you're going to answer everything that you did in this life let me by even saying that myself i i still feel convicted about some stuff that i've done too and i'm like okay so god is also speaking to me as i'm speaking to you guys you know that's how that's how he works right so let me just read to you guys this subject it says here you the author of children's book on grief charge with murdering her husband. Her name is Corey Richens, allegedly poisoned her husband and the father of her three children, Eric, with fentanyl and slipped into a drink. Um, a youth woman who recently published a children's book on losing a parent has been charged with murdering her husband, the father of her three children, and this happened in Camas, uh, Utah, excuse me, Camas, Utah. Her name is Corey Richens, 33 years old. Um, it says here, Eric Richens, with, she poisoned her husband, Eric Richens, with a little dose of the fentanyl slip into a drink. According to authorities, Eric had five times the little dosage of fentanyl in his body when he died on March 4th. 2022 he died last year investigators have said that Corey was arrested on monday you know right 
um, this past uh, Monday, was arrested on Monday at her home on counts of murder as well as possession of a controlled substance with the intent to distribute it. She could face life imprisonment of the death or the death penalty if eventually convicted of murder. Court record shows that Eric had told friends and family, this is the hardest part because one thing you know, man, you when you just have that, that feeling, it's your own soul telling you. It's almost like God is telling you also that, watch out, this is a red flag. Court record shows that Eric had told friends and family before his death that he believed his wife was trying to poison him. On Valentine's Day, a few weeks before his death, Eric became violently ill after having dinner with Corey, breaking out in hive, and having trouble breathing until he uses some EpiPen and took Benadryl. Corey allegedly brought, bought excuse me, $900 worth of fentanyl pills before this dinner, and she will later buy 900 more pills before his death. He warned them if anything happened to me, she was to blame. He told the family, like, he told, he told the family that? That's one thing, like, let me tell you something, guys. I don't know what it is, but when people are ready to do something, they usually announce it some way or the other. Okay, we have seen case after case. Look at if you like, you have free time or something. Look at some of the most notorious crime cases, right? You tend to see a pattern. I'm always looking at patterns, right? People usually tell you, okay. People usually tell you stuff before they do it, some way or the other. Um, I mentioned before the Chris Watts case, like weeks before, he sent a photo of a doll laying with the sheet over her head to the wife. And like two days after he killed her or something like that, right? There, He's like, this is what's in my mind. Of course, they're not going to come out and say it to you. Okay, they're not going to come out and say it to you, but look at sometimes people say stuff without even speaking. Okay, there's so many ways to communicate now these days, right? It, a, a message that's never answered, that's an answer, okay? Um, in your calls are, are also a, an answer because somebody wants to really, if somebody cares for you, they'll be like, I'm so sorry I missed your call. You know, I'm so sorry I never, I never tested back because I fell asleep. But when people just let it be, that's an answer, you know, that you got to look at red flags too, okay? Um, when he, this man is saying to his friends and family, one thing is you need to understand, a family of three, right? They have three kids. And you're going to get together with, you know, with some of your friends and family and say, hey, if anything happened to me, she killed me. And it's not joking because i seen husband joke like that, you know. i seen them joking. It's a big joke. Everybody laughs. Oh, yeah, they, you know, your wife is trying to kill you. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Why would he go and say that to his friends and family? That's because he already knows that something is up, okay. And it's so crazy. Like, man, I'm, I look today. It's so crazy. I look. 
forward to the days when I'm cooking for my husband because I love to cook, right? And just to like learn his favorite meals and things like that. And this is what I'm saying, like, then you have other wives who that's what they're looking forward to, to killing their husband. That is crazy, guys. And that's just the enemy attacking, attacking marriages. Okay, like I said, beginning of the year, we have seen so many domestic cases. Domestic violence cases is so insane. And it's not, a lot of the times in the past, it used to be just the husband, but now it's coming both ways, right? So Eric said to his friends and family, hey, if anything happens to, to me, she's the one to blame. Anna Walsh in 2014 called the police and she said, my husband just, you know, my boyfriend back then, right? Brian Walsh was trying to kill me and the and the and the, her friends. What happened? Fast forward to, you know, to few years after he eventually did, you know, or Google search everything how to do it, and that's what I'm saying. People are always telling you something, everybody. They're telling you. People tend to do this thing. People will say it before they do it. I don't know what that is. It's something that we, I guess, do as as a natural thing. It's, you know, human thing that we do. We tend to do it before. Um, even like when you, you're messaging back and forth with your friend, you'll be like, hmm, I think I'm just going to go to Walmart today or something, right? And then like an hour after, they're sending you for a look what I found at Walmart. It's like, we tend to just do that. It's almost like automatically. And a, a pretty random thing is that going out shopping or something. But when people, like I said, emo- Eric must have seen, Eric, um, what is the last name? Christians, Eric Christians must have seen a lot of red flags coming from the wife. For him to already take that thought because one it's like, man, we're married with three kids. I don't, she would never do that. You know, like this is the love of my life. You know, we're married with three kids. But for him to say that already to somebody else, you know, it's like he's deep down inside. He had already a conviction, it's almost like a, an assurance that this could actually happen to him. And look what happened to him, right? Um, let me just continue reading here. Corey unsuccessfully tried to remove Rye from the policy, make herself make her, her, herself her husband beneficiary. So she started changing the life insurance, right? Um, Warrants obtained by investigators on the case alleged that the couple have argued over purchasing a $2 million home that Corey wanted to remodel. But Eric thought it was too expensive, you know. Here is the wife again. That's the thing, man. Like, that's the thing. As strong as I, I can be, you know. Like I already told you guys, I'm not married, nothing like that. As strong as I can be independent, having my own business and doing my own thing, basically, I'm so looking forward to the days where I'll have my husband, you know, when I when I get married, right? When I meet him, get married eventually. Um, make decisions like that. Like, there's an order in the Bible, right? The, the husband, the head of the house, like, 
he will make decisions like that. We have to be so crazy because we women, we go a lot based on emotions. So here she's trying to buy a $2 million home. And I understand this message. This whole episode is not going to resonate with a lot of people in this society these days. It's just like, you know, have you seen those marriages, guys? You've seen those marriages that the husband cannot even order his own food at the restaurant. Like, are you kidding me? The head of your household doesn't even have an authority to order his own food at the restaurant. Like, what is happening to society these days? You know, that this man can sit at a restaurant with his whole family and friends and family, and he has to eat what the wife tells him to eat because he's trying to, she's trying to wash his diet. Like one thing is to keep trying to like help somebody with weight issues or whatever, right? But when you're like, like trying to manipulate that person to even watch what they're eating in public, and you know, not only in in private, but you take it out in public and you're like, you're not eating that. That would be like, it's so uncomfortable to witness something like that. Imagine you feeling uncomfortable just to see, imagine the person on the other end the husband at home, you know, and there is a I hear a lot of women, especially women who are married, saying things like, he doesn't know anything, he's such a loser, he forgot this thing. Like the the words that they're saying to their husbands are crazy. I don't understand what women are doing these days. Like oh, God forbid, you know, I tell you. So he wanted, she wanted to buy a $2 million home. He said that's too much money. And she basically, you know, it, it begins somewhere, right? The thoughts, right? It's almost like the Chris was. I keep going back to him because this man thought that he's going to disappear his whole family and go back and live with his girlfriend, right? It's almost like, oh, yeah, now, this, now you're in my way of the things that I want to do. So this author thought that she could kill the husband, poison the husband, Eric, poison him right? Make a book, sell a lot of books, you know, get sympathy from people and then buy her $2 million home and everything will be fandy dandy and, you know, welcome to La La La, everything's happy daddy and, you know, you're such a great woman to write a book like that. That is so crazy. Like, I don't, people are delusional these days, you know? People think that nobody sees what they're doing. Like I said, judgment day is coming and this autopsy on him revealed that she was she actually poisoned him and now she's in jail. And the sad thing about this whole thing is not only that he was lied to and this man, you know, Eric, eating the food that his wife made for him. This is so sad, you know, if you think about it, when you know, when you cook for somebody, like I love cooking, I don't host a lot of people, I don't have that many friends, but when I used to cook a lot, when I used to be with my family, I would love, you know, and I'm one of, one of those people that if you're in my house and I'm cooking, like I'll, it's like a restaurant, I'll custom make whatever you want, because I want you to be happy, right, if you're a guest in my home, I want you to be happy. And if you like your meat a different way, I'm going to make it how you like it. That, that's how my mom used to be too. Like when she would cook for people, like these days now you go to people's home and they're like, oh, we don't have that. I'm sorry, you're, you're allergic to that. That's all we have. And it's like, you invite, like, I don't understand. Also, like some people invite you to their home and then you have such a bad 
time with them because they don't really care anymore it's so crazy these days it's just laughable at times you know so i will be making sure you know if somebody only likes fish i'll make sure you know i remember my mom would just buy like salmon for some of my family members because they don't eat me and then she'll make this meat for them and it, it will be like okay now we finish their food now we cook for the other people who like this type of food because when you have people over your house you you have to welcome them right make them feel comfortable and you know do the best because you're hosting they're guests in your home that's old-fashioned way but i hope that never you know fades away because that's basically that's the value of life right why would you do anything else but here we are here comes this lady right she she's cooking meals for her husband and with her fake smile you know around her kids and her husband thinking to her you know pretending to be such a beautiful wonderful wife She's actually making his favorite meal, probably to just poison him and kill him eventually. What a wicked man. What a wicked man. And that's just the works of the enemy, guys. Um, let me see what else I have here. On March 5th of 2023, almost exactly a year after Eric's death, Corey published a book titled, Are You With Me? <laughs> okay which according to the book description is written to create peace and comfort from the children to have loved a loved one. Isn't she lovely, right? She promoted the book in an interview on television on April 12th, telling the registration, it has been a long year, a difficult year, and writing this book has brought me peace to me and my boys. People are living the imposter life. Like... You're lying to yourself, man. And you think nobody sees it. And what are we, we have, there's a verse in the Bible that says, everything you do in the dark will come to light. You're not fooling anybody. You can think to yourself in the moment, you're fooling anybody, right? You're fooling somebody, but you're, not only you're lying to yourself, but the creator of the universe, your creator sees you. And you're not going to fool him. Nothing escapes God. And look at where we are right now. She's in jail. You know, the sad thing, like what I was saying before, is that the kids, it's always the kids that suffer the most. Because now they don't have their dad and now they don't have their mom, right? And then they're going to grow up and they're going to learn eventually what happened. And it's so sad, you know. Um, this woman, she went out and promoted this book. And then they found out she actually poisoned her husband. And what a evidence it is to have. That's the thing. When you feel like somebody could do something, when people say, I think so-and-so can actually, you know, kill me or something, they take that seriously, guys. You know, when it's a joke, we know when it's a joke. Everybody's laughing. You see the person and they're joking and you know they don't have any issue. They don't have any problems going on, right? You know, close friends will joke, things like that. But when you see somebody who is concerned and say, you know, if something happens to me, so-and-so didn't take that seriously because they're, they already know for sure. That's why they're willing to say it to somebody else, okay? So, uh, Corey Richens, living the imposter life, got caught up 
and now she's facing life in jail and then speaking of um you know speaking of the imposter life you know people are living just you know see how much i can say to like you know people believe me um george santos i think his name is the one who fakes so many stuff yes george santos um it says here he's i think he got officially charged today um so we all know that he's also another pretend b you know we years back the whole term fake it till you make it fake it till you make it they forgot to tell you you will you know the fake it till you make it can only get you through the door sometimes you know eventually people will find out who you are and you're not fooling anybody and like i said before you guys one thing is to lie but when you're lying to yourself and believing it that is just some wicked mind right there but you know pray for the family of um eric christians you know the kids and i hope and i pray to also to god about Corey Richards, that she comes, you know, to the feet of the Lord because it's what she did is just so, so hard and so, so part of the kingdom of darkness. I don't know. There's no other way to describe it. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming back and listening to my podcast. I appreciate so much you coming here. Thank you so much. You can also follow me on the YouTube channel, Julissa Designs, and also on Facebook, on Instagram, and I'm basically where I was going to say, TikTok, Twitter, all of this stuff. You guys know, Julissa Designs. God bless everybody.